Welcome, Orphans. To the podcast for people with dead parents. Or parents that are dead to them. The, the Parish, Parish Parent, Parent Posse. Posse. With your co-hosts, Sydney. And Brandon. Hello, everyone. Hey. Um, we have a guest this week, but we're yes. going to start with, um, what, what was the award show? The Oscars? The Grammys? The Tonys? The Grammys. Grammys. And uh-huh. Do you think that was staged? Because I think that was staged. Dude, I don't know. It's pretty sussy. Like... <sighs> I think that, like, he was laughing so hard at first, and then he said, "Oop," and he said, "Oh, God, oh, oh, I gotta, I gotta backtrack somehow." And obviously, the only way I can do that is if so I come bitch slap this man in the face. And I was in Chicago when it happened, and we were in a gay bar, and my sister was like, "Did you hear about Will Smith punching?" And I was like, "No, I didn't." Like what? <laughs> and then she sent me the video, and I didn't watch it. But oh. it was mm-hmm. all over Twitter yeah. and Instagram and Facebook that eventually I did see it. And he really smacked the yeah. bar out of him. Just, yeah. And, and then, like, the know. sound cut out for a while. I don't really know. I don't but really. I also didn't get the joke at first. Because oh. I don't, cause I'm stupid, I guess. And I didn't realize that she had alopecia. Yeah. It was like a bald joke. Yeah. It's pretty messed up, but like, yeah. I also don't have alopecia, so I'm not the most sensitive about getting bald, and I'm a man. Well, I also joke about my parents being dead on the regular, so this is I very don't. true. Um, yeah. I also, maybe yeah, you're not as sensitive. I don't know. But I mean, if you Probably have not. alopecia, you're pretty, <laughs> yeah, you're maybe. pretty tied to your hair. You yeah, would be pretty upset true. if you that's went true. bald. Yeah, I do have lots of, yeah, that's true. You cut off like what two inches, and you were like, "I'm bald. I have the shortest hair of my I, life." I wanted to cry. Yeah, you're right. That's true. How you're? How long? But I also just right don't think that I would look good bald, and I think she looks good bald. Um, she it's, looks really good bald. It's it's just simply like it's still really long. It's just simply not down to my ass anymore. Like uh, it's like terrible. Three inches above my ass now. So is mine, but it grows there. <laughs> <laughs> You're back here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's gonna be scrubbed off soon. Um. So why don't you tell us about our guest this week? Hey, guys. So we have a guest, um, a very special guest who is a dear friend of mine that I uh, became friends with in undergrad at SFA, and his name is Bryce. Hey, Bryce. Hi, everybody. Hey, Bryce. Um, Thanks why don't you tell us a little bit more about us. yourself? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, like she said, I met Sydney in undergrad at SFA, and I have also turned out to be an AT. I'm going yes. on a, almost a year. Next week will be the one-year anniversary of me taking the test and then getting my job. So... Almost oh, a yeah. full year. That's exciting. Um, I still live in Nacogdoches, where she and I went to undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I work at the high school that I actually went to high school at. 
Whoa. Um, yeah. So I got to go, I essentially got to go back home and give back. Uh, so outside of work, I have a wife named Rachel. Yes, recently too. Yeah, we got married in November. Um, and we have two fur, two fur babies, uh, Coda and Bailey, who will inevitably interrupt the podcast at some point. Bailey's <laughs> sitting next to me looking outside the window. Um, hopefully Perfect. nobody walks by with their dogs because they will immediately start barking. And then that means work for Sydney. <laughs> that's okay. So yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Yay. Yeah. Thanks for um, hanging out with us, especially on like zero notice. Uh, hey, I was, I was just sitting in my office kind of waiting on baseball and softball to get done. Um, and I was just scrolling through Instagram and I saw Brandon's post. And I was like, yes, this is what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, it's my I time. Saying, I was very excited too. So I'm oh, happy to be here. I love that. We're happy to have you. So um, how are like being newly married and an athletic trainer, what does that look like for your work-life balance? Um, so it's, it's pretty hard. Um, the other hardest part about it is that my wife is a respiratory therapist. So for the past two years, she's been very, very busy. Um, and she works nights. So the biggest challenge in our life is not even life or in not even marriage, but life in general is that there will be times where we will go three or four days while living in the same house and we won't see each other. Yeah. Um, just because of our schedules. Um, it was really, really harsh whenever she had her old job because she also would drive 40 minutes to work. Oh, so for her, whenever she would get off at 6 a.m., you know, do their final charting and everything, they'd have to, she'd have to drive 40 minutes back here. And by that time, I had already left. Right on. Vice versa, whenever I'm coming home, she's already left for work. Oh. Oh, we just lost Brandon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My story was boring. Oh, no, it's okay. Are you back? <laughs> Brandon, did you, are you alive? What? I, it all froze and I was like, uh, is it, is it Discord? Is it me? I don't know. Uh, as far as I know, it was just you. Okay. So, yeah. So, gist of it, work-life balance is kind of difficult because my wife works nights. Um, so, for like this this weekend, for instance, I'm going to be getting home early this these next few days because I only have baseball and softball mm-hmm. and they're away on Friday. So, they're going to be done with practice by 5.30. I'll be yes. home by about 6.15, 6.30, but she has to be at work at 6, so I won't necessarily see her again until Saturday afternoon. So that's the hardest part right now for our work-life balance for the both of us. But we've been together for seven years um, oh. prior to the marriage, yeah. so this is something that we've both discussed and talked about in our lives is like, hey... And we, we've planned this since I started at uh, probably, oh, we'll say two years into our relationship. That's whenever, like, I really, we really started focusing on our futures together. How, yeah. you don't mind me asking, how old are you, Bryce? Uh, I am 28. Okay. I was like, damn, seven years? How old is this man? <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you do before athletic training? Nothing. 
So, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so in high school, we didn't have a trainer. My, so my high school, we had a con, well, we had a contract trainer. So I got introduced to it by pure happenstance. I saw a f- random flyer at my Juco, had no idea what it was. And I was like, yeah, let's see what this is. I just want the information. And then I picked it. So for the past seven years, I mean, I've just been kind of going to school and then odd jobs in the summer or whatever I can do to, to get work. That's cool. That's cool. So now let's, we're going to ask you to pick four numbers between one and 10 for us. Okay. Let's do one, four, seven, and nine. Okay. And since you picked one, can you pick another number as well? (laughs) Yes. Oh, three. Okay, Great. so one, three, four. Question one is just required always. Yeah. So okay, if it's the one I'm thinking of, you know my answer. You, okay. I, I hear knowing you, you already know what it is, which is annoying, but it's fine. <laughs> one, three, four. Okay. Bryce knows me too well, so he 100 percent knows what the question is going to be. Seven and nine. Okay, Sid, you want to ask the first one? Yeah, so the first question, which is required of all guests to answer on the podcast, Bryce, is do you pee in the shower? I do not. That's a hard, hard (laughs) idea. Okay, can you expand on that? So, being a little dorky and I don't like, like I'm not super following y'all, y'all's podcast or memorizing it, but a couple episodes ago, Brandon talked about how chronically dehydrated he is <laughs> and i am the exact same way um i am terrible about drinking any fluids whatsoever so so when you pee in, you pee in the shower so, it's just it's like straight wrong. like rocket it's, yeah, fuel it's just burning yeah. through the tile <laughs> i could go fuel my truck with it um, oh my god i'm literally dying and so there's that aspect of it oh. and also i just find it gross and I just don't well, do it. <laughs> I think that's but understandable. No judgment for those who do. I give. I I fully understand the um, accessibility of it and the yeah. ease. Yeah. So, and I respect you for doing it. <laughs> just not for me. That is so funny. Yeah, I'm I'm um pretty hydrated at almost all times. So it's just like you wouldn't even know. It's just like more water coming out. Um, I'm not going to get too off topic, but I do have to bring this up because it's really funny. Um, mm-hmm. And it made me think of that when you said the accessibility of peeing in the shower, because, yeah, that is a big thing. Um, I was listening to the judges earlier and they read a post um, where basically this guy and girl, they live together. One bathroom, which is the first mistake. Um <laughs> Guy has IBS, so he's locked himself in the bathroom for, like, two hours. And this girl is, like, diabetic or something, so she's, like, Mm. been having, like, like, when she has to pee, she's got to pee. Like, cannot hold it for very long. And she was, like, trying to get in there. She was, like, can you at least get up and unlock the door so I can come in and pee in the shower? Like, give me me something, you know? And he's, like, yeah, I can't can't move right now. Like, I can't get up. And so, um, she um they have cats so she peed in the litter box (gasps) 
Yeah. <laughs> and he got, he got mad at her. And he got mad at her. What's his fault for having a leaky butt? Yes. Like, I get it. That might be a little... Um, also, if you, if you can see my cat in the background, a king, he's supervising. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Gu- guys, by the way, my cat is home and he is fine. Literally right after we recorded, I edited and then I uh, went upstairs and checked the balcony and he was up there waiting for me. So he's been there for days. Shut up. He has not. <laughs> but yeah, she peed in the litter box and he got mad at her for it. <laughs> That's pretty gross. Yeah. It, I mean, but like, I don't know. Maybe she like. What are the other options? Sink. Maybe. She couldn't get up onto the sink and pee in it. Maybe they live in an apartment on the 13th floor and they don't have an outside. It's on the balcony. I guess the 13th floor doesn't always have a balcony. (laughs) Maybe they don't have a balcony. They they have a bowl? Yeah. No, that's more demeaning than peeing in a cat. I don't know. (laughs) To be honest, I don't think it would have... a lot. It may be dehydrated, but I'd be a lot. That's a lot to scoop out. Yeah. Well, so she, oh, I guess I didn't think about, she peed in it and then she, like, she cleaned the whole thing out. Like, she just dumped all of it oh. and replaced the litter with fresh. So did like, she, she tell it all him? up? Like, at that point, like, it, yeah. Well, because he came out and was like, oh, okay. okay, it's all yours. She's like, no, I'm good. And he's <laughs> like, what do you mean? Uh, and she's like, I mean, I peed in the litter box. <laughs> was this one of your Reddits for today and you just ruined it or what? No, this was uh no, this is from the judges. Oh yeah, yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. I don't it was on the it was um something that they saw on Reddit and that they were talking about. And I thought it was really funny. I don't think it would have crossed my mind to uh use the cat box, honestly. Like that would not have been um I, I don't know. I just wouldn't have thought to do that. But I also can physically climb up onto a countertop and pee into the kitchen sink with like relative ease so maybe that wasn't an option the life of a small person (laughs) Bryce what do you keep next to your bed so next to my bed I have our dog's crate Um, I don't have a bedside table next to on my side Rachel does but I have our Mm. dog's crate do you put anything on top of the crate like do you use it as like a nightstand the extra pillows that are on the bed. <laughs> and then like we have these cool little cup holder, like they're leather, like kind of like vinyl-y cup holder-y things that you're supposed to, put, blah, 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 supposed to put on the couch. And you can just use it as a cup holder. But that I have just laid across the top of uh, my dog's crate. And then if I am drinking something, it's in that. Nice. Perfect. Okay. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Whoa. Okay. That was a lot. I know. So crystal ball tell me about my future. Or your life. My life. Or really, yeah, anything about you, what would you want to know? Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. So I'm going to kind of stay career-wise because the rest of it I would I want to see as a surprise as far as like how many kids Rachel and I have, what they turn out okay. to be. Like that part I want to 
give up to the mystery of destiny and fate. But career wise, I would probably say, uh, like, honestly, how long do I do this? And do I become a, like a pivotal point of our district? Like, so we have a lot of coaches that have been there for like 20 something plus years who like, that's their part of Hudson. And Mm -hmm. my goal is to be that I would love to be able to be there long enough that I have solidified my place into the school. And so I would want to know if I ever end up to that point. Nice. Cause you're also, um, the first athletic trainer that they've had, right? First full-time. Yes. For, yeah. First full-time. So Sorry. that's a pretty big, yeah. Uh, big thing. Lot. Yeah. I, that's a lot. I was, I've done that before at a school and it's a lot to kind of lay the foundation Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, luckily right now, I mean, my school is, loves me. So yeah, I get, I get what I want really. And nobody combats me with it. So That's good. like first year I've already met a couple members of the board who have gone to basketball games or something like that. And they've come and introduced themselves to me and how happy they are to have me there. Which is nice, but at the same time, I almost see it as a nicety of them doing that. But I would really want to, like I said, just see see myself in 15, 20 years and see if I'm that person at the school now. That's an interesting one. I like that. I like that answer. Um, I also, uh, fun fact, because you said you're approaching on your your one-year anniversary of being certified, right? Right. Um, so on my one year anniversary of being certified as an athletic trainer, I was in the ICU flipping people like pancakes nice. during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, yep. I remember learning this in I class. I remember that. It feels right. like a lot longer than a year ago. <laughs> Ergonomics. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, being all of five foot, whatever you are. Yep. Oh yeah. Five one. Five one. I was going to give you five. I was going to give you five too, but I wasn't sure. Nope. <laughs> Small. I appreciate thing. that, but nope. Bryce, mm-hmm. what does friendship mean to you? Ooh, dang! I, the, yeah, I we, picked hard questions. Yeah, are, they, are these the questions that I picked? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this, me, the next one's hard too. Okay. Yeah, the next one is hard. <laughs> Okay. So to me, friendship is just being there for each other and supporting your friends and the things that they do um, and offering advice and just, you know, being a, a small piece of each other's lives. Yeah. With you working in sure. the town that you grew up in, do you still talk to a lot of people? Like, are you still pretty close to people from high school? I actually, I was going to talk about this. I wanted, I was going to give this as a topic for y'all to talk about. But, um, so I only talk to, I would say routinely, I only talk to two people that I went to high school with. Um, okay. One of them is now a coach at the school with me. Um, he was a freshman my senior year and we were pretty, we were pretty tight. Um, and then the other one was just my best friend going through school. Like she and I, and even still, like she and I don't talk a whole bunch. Is it Bridget? No. So Bridget oh. went to another school. Bridget actually went to our oh. rival school. Oh, I was so close. Um, I love Bridget. I do too. So She, she texted it, me earlier. 
Oh, did she? Yeah. So that's another thing in friendship is understanding like there's chapters in each other's lives. Like this girl was my high school chapter. Um, She was my best friend going through high school. And so, and we were, we're adults now. She's got two kids. And so we kind of talk when we can. Um, And so, yeah, I really only talk to two people that I went to high school with on a routine basis. I think I have three that I still hang out, like talk to every once in a while, but it's pretty like, Oh, you had another baby. Right. Oh, you're getting married. Yeah. Yeah. It's the life check. Yeah. My, my town is very um, high school. People that stick around and still live in the same place are still besties and all that. So there's a lot of people here in the area that um, I went to high school with and that were in uh, like my graduating class even and everything. Um, But I don't really like talk too many of them, not on like a regular basis. It would be more like a, I run into you at a bar or something. And then, you know, or like, um, like one of my best friends now we went to high school together, but we weren't friends in high school. We didn't talk to each other in high school. We didn't really know each other in high school. We didn't become friends until um, after high school. Um, so, yeah. So the topic that I was going to bring up is like we're in the middle of planning our ten-year reunion, and I was—it's slated to be in next October, but um, like I was talking with my high school friend and asking her if she was going to go and she said she's not and that just solidified it for me because i was on the fence of going oh with the one person that i went to high school with that i was really close with that i still talk to not going there's not a chance like i had a pretty small circle um and i was actually like i had a facebook memory pop up today of that small circle and i was like i haven't talked to her in eight years her and since whenever her baby was born, um, you to get morbid, but this one's dead. And then oh. this kid, uh-huh. this guy, I have no idea where he's at. So it's like, Brandon's that's my giggle. Son. Yeah. <laughs> I, I figured it would make him giggle. That's why I wanted to preface it. It's going to get morbid and not just, you know, throw it out there. Just another day in the life of the parish parent posse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I definitely skipped mine. I wasn't even yeah. invited. That's how, that's how out of the loop I was in my oh, no. stuff. But that's I heard about really it funny. and I was like, mm, do I pursue this? Uh, yeah. Like I would I, say I had a lot of like acquaintances. I wasn't not friends with people on purpose. Yeah. It just I played soccer. Like that's what I did. Um yeah. and all of my my close friends were on my select team. And then aside from that, my really close friends, I actually are all online like i play xbox and so like i'm really close with those guys um and i didn't really let that out in my everyday life like not a lot of people in my everyday life knew that i played video games so right yeah i'm not old enough to have kids kids of kids that you went to school with in school yet right did that make sense correct because they yeah. would be, they would have to have had kids in high school, probably. Yeah, they would have had right. kids pretty early. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would attend my tenure just because all I have to do to see those people is like go out to a bar on a Friday and they'll it's all just, be there. So, yeah, there's a bar like, right off the highway where our high school is. 
and I could go there on any given day and probably yeah. see about six or seven of them. And for that reason, I choose not to. Yeah, exactly. And I think me and Sydney both went to schools where um, people had a lot of money. Yeah. And so me saying, yeah, I work at a high school. They'd be like, oh, I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm a... Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like, no, nah, I'm good. Mm, I can't keep up. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a pass on that. Yeah. See, kind of flip that. And the reason why I would really want to go is it's kind of snooty, but to <laughs> go and talk to those <laughs> who did, who did pursue education. Like I, yeah. like one of my f- a friend acquaintances got her bachelor's in whatever it was in language and then got her master's in like Spanish and so she like travels the world. Like she goes and writes articles and does all this stuff and travels and is completely fluent in Spanish. And I think she's working on like a couple other languages. So like stuff like that, like I would love to talk to her about. Yeah, that would be interesting. But it's not interesting enough to me to go, go waste an, yeah, yeah, to go waste an entire day of my life and like yep. no, I'm good. Okay. I have one more question for you. One more. I'll try to keep it short. That way we don't have a two hour uh, episode. No, it's okay. Um, prepare yourself for this one because okay. this one's a little hard. If you die tonight with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told somebody and why haven't you told them? <laughs> yeah, that one's tough. So this was in one of y'all's episodes. I remember it. Um, yeah. And I thought about it then, but I just didn't realize that I picked that question. <laughs> um. Honestly, I would, it's weird because as you, like you talked about Bridget, Bridget would be the one that I would regret not telling something to like Mm -hmm. my wife and I have a perfect marriage. She and I are as as far as five months goes, (laughs) but like there's never been a romantic side to mine and Bridget's friendship. It's completely just Bridget. Yeah. That's the word. You're Bridget. I am Bryce. We do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I and I tell her and like she said it in her uh, in her best man speech at my wedding. Um, was that I tell people that she taught me everything I know about athletic training, and she's like, "It's not true." Bridget like was a f- focal point in the turning of the better of my life because at that yeah. point, before I saw that uh, that flyer, I was already in my second year at a th- at a JUCO. Mm-hmm. I had failed English three times because like, I just couldn't, I didn't figure life out yet. Yeah. Um, at the time. And I tell my high school kids this all the time. Um, at the time I was more worried about getting out of my eight to 12 classes so that I could go to work from one to six to pay for those classes. Cause I had yeah. sunk myself into it because, you know, from a young age, our age group has been drilled that you have to go to college. Yep. It's just what you do. Like it's and just it's, expected. It's, yeah. And like I enjoyed work. I was a plumber and I was like a plumber's assistant and apprentice for years. Um, and I enjoyed work. I, and so, but I knew that I was, expected to go to college yeah so meeting bridget at that point and then finding my new best friend and the next in the turning point of the next chapter of my life was super important to me and like and i tell her but i don't like i don't think she really realizes how close 
and how important she is in like yeah, my life. For sure. Um, Rachel and I talk very openly about a lot of stuff. We actually had a big trial in our uh, lives not too long ago. Her uh, her stepmom committed suicide, mm-hmm. and so uh, and unfortunately, she and I were the ones to find her. Uh, oh, and no. so like from that, like she and I have like grown extremely close and even more so. So like, that's why there's nothing that I wouldn't, that I don't have regrets of telling her. Yeah. But that would be my regret is really not Bridget, not fully understanding how. Yeah. Like the weight of the friendship. Yeah. The, yeah like she, she what like I said, she was my best man at my wedding. And originally it started out as a joke, but whenever she said that, I was like, you know what? There's nobody else. Yeah. That I could. Nobody else makes there. sense here. Yeah. yeah. My siblings are all much younger than me. Um, I am. Let's see. Let's go backwards. I am 13, 15, and 18 years older than my siblings. Yeah. Um, yeah. From my step siblings, my half siblings all they live in Florida and Alabama. So like I never see them still love them. And they've been a part of my life forever. They were at the wedding and like, we're still very close, but just not like my brother, my half brother wouldn't have been my best man. Like it, it was Bridget. So I love Bridget. I can't wait. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just to say when she texted me earlier, she said she was going to start listening. So I can't wait for her to catch up to this episode and then just oh be like ugly <laughs> crying. Uh, like, I didn't think about that. They love me. <laughs> All right. Well, Bridget, now you know. Yeah. That's cute. Love you, buddy. <laughs> I got to see her last week, actually. Oh, oh that's but. good. What's the worst marriage advice you've been given? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I truly, it's not like I, like, there's just nothing that comes to mind. Like, not a lot of people have given us a lot of advice, mainly because at this point, like I said, she and I have been together for seven years. So, like, she and I have our lives figured out. Like, we're kind of good. Um, we did the Catholic wedding thing. So, we had to go through the wedding through was the, 14 years long. Actually, it was pretty short. My uncle is a deacon in the church, so he did it. And so oh, okay. there's only certain things he is allowed to do through the law of the church because he's not a priest. Um, oh, okay. But the prep for it, like we had to go to these to this marriage prep class and we met our we had to have a like sponsors really. And we met with them once or twice a month. And in talking with them, um like they, they even told us they're like, there's not much for us to do because you guys do it. You guys are actively doing it in your life day to day. You know that you have to cherish it. Like so, I wouldn't say there's been a worse dating or uh, marriage advice. Yeah. So on like a scale of zero to Pope, where are you in that? catholic range are you like hella catholic are you like uh no so when we first met i am uh my cousins call it a cafeteria catholic so i come and go um (laughs) and i i go on the important days so 
Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, Easter, like all the holidays that you're supposed to go. Um, we did get more in tuned with the church, though, through that process. Um, she and I both went to a Catholic school. So actually, Rachel and I have known each other since we were in third grade. Oh, um, wow. So she and I went to Catholic, like elementary, middle school together. Um, <laughs> she just, they're just saying hello. He's like rubbing his face onto my mic, like scram. So for a long time, I was not Pope, but I was pretty Catholic and then fell off for a long time. And then we got back into it whenever we were getting up to the marriage. Yeah. Um, And it's not so much of a, like I was devout. It was just more of, it felt kind of homey. Um, by getting back to our roots, I've gone to other churches and I've never liked another church besides Catholic churches. Um, Interesting. Just because I grew up in it. Like, yeah, at the, you know, even before Catholic school, you went to mass on Sundays in the school. I went to mass on Friday. We met the school, went to mass on Friday, and then I was back on Sunday with my family. And on Fridays, my great grandparents would go to mass. So I would go, I would run across the the church to go see them. So for me, Catholicism and that and my faith is more of my family. So that's why I'm connected to it. Yeah. Makes sense. Catholicism is like pretty unique in the Christian umbrella. Yeah. It is. It doesn't look quite the same as when you go to like a new age church yeah Yeah. different for a while my dad and uh, stepmom and their kids went to a mega church in pearland um so they live in pearland uh they went to a mega church there Uh, it's a new life new hope something like that yeah Yeah. new hope yeah um and my cat just bit me (laughs) (laughs) it's go to church God, <laughs> um, and it was okay, but I don't know. I just felt it was like really, really gimmicky. Like you'd walk in and you'd get, "Hey, here's coffee, here's donuts." Yeah, and then you'd go sit in their stadium seating, and then you don't they, get to build those relationships. With yeah, it's just too. It was just yeah. too much, and I felt like they tried too much to uh, pamper like the audience to keep people there. Yeah. And so it was, I always just felt uncomfortable being there. Yeah. For sure. I feel that. Um, um, so do you have a, a Reddit you want to talk about today? Yes. So I actually, um, I have a question from Reddit. And I feel like this is the perfect time to ask it because I don't know when or if we'll ever have another straight man on the podcast ever again, just because I don't know who it would be other than like my brothers. So, um, and I, so I think this question um, would be good to ask to get both of y'all's perspective. Um, So, and it's from r slash ask men. And the question is men of Reddit. What's something that women deal with that you're happy that men don't have to put up with? everything i would never want to be a woman y'all deal with too much honestly fair, valid fair enough <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was men uh, honestly yep 
I mean, my biggest backup to that is I've told you about two of my best friends and both of them were women. So yep. Yep. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of guy friends aside Back. from like my teammates. I just think about the tax on feminine products that shouldn't be there. The act, the reasoning behind um, a lot of female, um, uh, I can't even talk. Gynecological exams all hurt for no reason. Um, Access to the ability to not have kids. You have to like get your husband's approval a lot of times. Speaking of gynecological exams, if anyone is listening to this podcast right now and they have never um, had a women's wellness visit in their entire lifetimes, you need to go do that right now. Yeah, Kayla. Okay, move on. Oh, I wasn't gonna oh, like. Okay, <laughs> she knew who it was for. <laughs> um, but yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah, women do have it hard um, because of us, honestly. Or like catcalling. I've only been catcalled once in my yeah. life. Oh, I was grateful for it. Yeah. But yeah. I have, I have not. But I actually, um, <laughs> not to my knowledge, but I'm also kind of oblivious to it. Um, I just don't pay attention to people whenever yeah. I'm going doing things or the, what they say. But like part of that, so catcalling. Um, in the fall, we had a basketball tournament, and a team was there, and they had a. Uh, I think it was. I think it was. It was a women. It was a women's tournament. Um, and one of their coaches was a young, pretty woman. Um, and I was walking through the gym and she and I had seen each other several times because every time this, so in the fall, this team show, came to Hudson four times of those four times, three of them, I had to do like some serious work because somebody was dying on their team and I'm like, stop coming. Like, please just stop. Like, yeah. Drop out. Yeah. So she, I saw her, we were like walking and I was like, Hey, I I was like, I was like, Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh, I'm good. Hopefully you don't have to work. I was like, well, since you're here, I probably will. And so we kind of joked about it and I heard, and as she was walking by two of my uh, basketball players, my uh, high school senior male basketball players like cat called at her and i got i got hot i got mad oh i hope you yelled at them um i didn't yell at them in the gym but i pulled them out i was like hey you're like no we do not do that hell yeah hold them accountable she is here to work she's not here for you to like gawk at her i was she also doesn't care about you because you're 12 so she did do that she had and that was why I didn't yell at him on the court was yeah. because she did it herself. And she's hell yeah. Cause she knows like she knows that she's a young, attractive basketball coach. And so it's going to, it's going to happen, which is unfortunate. And she's unfortunately um, probably used to it too. Yeah. And so like she, they, I didn't hear what they said. I heard her response and based off of her response, I knew that they had said something of that sort. And she called him out on it, like right there. And she said, sir, you are 15. Mm-hmm. I am 25. Mm-hmm. You mean you hold nothing to me. Nothing about you. Yes. Like, <laughs> you have nothing for me. Yeah. And so. I'm so glad you pulled them aside, yeah. though. And you were like, absolutely not. 
yeah, she went off. I let her go. I was like, you go, you go girl. Um, and then pulled him off later. And I was like, Hey, don't do it again. Like I'm handling this. You and I, you two and I, next time it happens, we're getting coaches involved, including the AD and we're going to really get it handled. Like, I don't care. It's not what we do. Because even if she let them have it, it like, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter until another man holds them accountable for their actions. Right. And that's unfortunately just, I mean, that's just the truth. Honestly, like that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought that would be a good question to ask um, for both of you. I was scrolling Reddit and I was trying to find something about, I don't remember what I was searching and I, didn't find anything that I was wanting mm. to find, but I did find this one post. Um, it's from the Reddit true off my chest. Um, and the user's name is some tomfoolery, which I like some tomfoolery. Uh, I love that. Or excuse me, some real tomfoolery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and this reminded me of, um, when my dad died, it's about a dead dad. And the title was just because here. you're, yeah. Just because your dad is dead doesn't mean I should talk to your talk to my dad. That's the title. Um, I'm sorry he's dead. I really am. But that doesn't mean I should talk to my dad. My dad is actively a piece of shit in some religious cult. My dad quit his job so he wouldn't have to pay child support. My dad is a sexist asshole who tried very hard to both control my life and have absolutely nothing to do with it. My dad beat us and now denies ever doing so. My dad actively ruins my mental health for years. I cut him out of for very good reason. So please don't tell me how little time I have left with him. I don't know how I'd feel if he left the planet, but I don't think I'd be that beat up about it. I won't talk to you about my dad, but my, when my dad comes up in conversations we're both in, I'm allowed to share my experience like everyone else. I'm not the only one in the group who has a dead dad or has a bad dad. Excuse me. So why in the hell are you up my ass about it? And I, I picked that one because when my dad died, I kept telling Ethan, you really got to go see your dad. You got to go see your dad. You don't know how much time you have left. Mm-hmm. You got to go see your dad. And I, I guess I never even thought about people that have just shitty parents. Shitty dads. I, um, I was like that too. I dated a guy who's, who has kind of a rocky relationship with his dad. Um, cause he's just kind of generally scummy. It's not like as, you know, I mean, this person listed like, yeah, they beat us. They did this, they did this. Like those are like really hard, you know, stops, obviously. Um, his dad was kind of just generally sus and scumbag ish. Yeah. Yeah. And so they didn't have a good relationship and I would always be like offended by him, like not wanting to talk to his dad. Um, and now I'm like, "Mm." That's not how that works. And working at schools, uh, I realize oh a lot of people's parents are terrible. Terrible. Literally the worst. I can't speak on that. Like, um, Okay, guys. Welcome back. We had a little um, technical difficulty. So um, we are going to go ahead and do our dump his ass. And I'm going to go first because Brandon has chicken in his mouth. Mm-hmm. so this post is really long so i'm kind of going to read some of it and um summarize other bits of it and it's from r slash relationship advice from you (laughs) 
<laughs> I just I didn't read the username until just now from user turbulent underscore garlic 2491. Oh, yeah. I love that. And the title is my 27 husband 28 is very critical of my cooking and it makes me hate it. And she said, uh, this is a throwaway account for obvious reasons. He's the breadwinner and I am a stay at home mom to two of our children, nine and one year old. I do all of the housework. I also homeschool among other things. While technically I'm an unemployed, I still have a little side hustles. I still have little side hustles that bring in money. Therefore, I also pay bills. As the title says, he's critical of my cooking. He doesn't like any vegetables. He deems himself a meatitarian. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a vegetable in a dish, he'll spend most of the meal picking it out. The that is kids, a child. Yes. The kids <laughs> basically are not at any, they're not as picky. They're a lot easier to feed. However, the oldest one, the nine-year-old has started picking up on, on the same habit. Um, and is starting to think that vegetables are gross, even though he previously liked them before. She says, I'm constantly telling my husband to stop speaking so negative about them because I'm trying to maintain a, hel a healthy relationship with food for my kids. But he literally says things like, ew, y'all nasty if the kids are eating vegetables, which in my opinion is damaging. He says he's just joking. And if they don't eat vegetables because of that, it's just because they didn't really like them, which isn't true because they liked them before and now they're just following his lead yeah, kids are impressionable yes she says his liking the veggies isn't even the biggest problem he's extremely healthy he doesn't have any issues he just acts like a toddler and she says now i'm not the best cook but i'm a great cook i co-owned and managed a catering company went to school for it i also sell food as a side gig sometimes i'm one of five children but the main cook in family gatherings, whether it's immediate or extended, my parents own a business that provides food to their guests and I cook for them as well. I'm saying this just to prove that I know food. I used to cook often every day, but now I hate cooking. It's a chore when it didn't used to be and meals are generally centered around him. Except he would come home and not eat. And when he would eat, he would immediately tell me that he doesn't like things. And he would never say thank you. Always a criticism. Last night, I made something that I know he likes. As soon as he started eating, it was, I don't like the cornbread. But when he cooks, he wants constant praise while, he, while you're eating his food. I'm not above criticism at all. I'm my own bit, biggest critic. But it gets annoying when as soon as food is presented, you just hear, oh, I don't like the potatoes. I didn't like the noodles. We had seafood, and I made melted butter for the crab legs. And he criticized me for the butter. The butter. And she says, now it's becoming too much. My kids are less finicky, but they're picking up on his habits. Um, I decided to stop cooking every night, at least for him. And now he's upset. I've told him how it makes me feel like my cooking isn't good enough and how it messes with my self-esteem. He says he works hard and he wants the option to eat when he gets home. He works a physical job and doesn't want to worry about what to eat when he gets home. And we decided that I would do the majority of the cooking. But then why am I, why should I do that if you're going to complain about it? And she says, I don't know if I'm being sensitive about this or not. It doesn't seem that sensitive. No. Um, it seems like you picked the wrong person to breed with. Yeah, he sounds <laughs> like a big douchebag. Yeah. Uh, Are they straight I, male who cannot cook? Like, yeah. Eat the vegetables. And I, I've 
Rachel and I have talked about this jokingly is because I'm not overly picky, but there are things that I just don't particularly like. Like there's a lot of fruits that I don't like. And, um, <clears throat> there's some like I eat most vegetables. There's just mm-hmm. some that I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. Top two would be like tomatoes and asparagus. Oh, I love asparagus. I can't. I don't eat them. Um, I'm not a big asparagus person. So Ra- Rachel and I have talked about whenever we do have kids, like there's just going to be times when that's going to come up because she's going to make something. Because Rachel mm-hmm. is an amazing cook. Her and her dad. That's one of their biggest like hobbies is cooking. Um. And so, like, there's just there's eventually going to be a time when she makes vegetables for everybody, and it's going to be asparagus. Mommy has it. Little Joe and Susie have it, but Daddy doesn't have it. How come Daddy's not eating that? Like, because well, just honestly, Daddy learned at a young age that he doesn't like it. Yeah. So it's stuff like that, but to just criticize your kids and tell them, "Ew, you're gross for eating that." Yes. And their children, like. Yes. There are less things like in their lives that they hear, ew, that's gross, and they don't do it. Like, it doesn't need to, they, they get that at school. You don't need to yeah. do that at the house. Yep. And it's just like crazy to me because, like, you know, obviously you, you're, you're going to have things that you like and that you don't like, and that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But especially at the point when it's like you have, you bring in kids and you involve a whole family, it's no longer just making meals for the two of you. Um, like you can't accommodate every single person all the time. Like just don't eat the parts that you don't like, you know, like that's fine. But um Yeah actively being like oh that's gross blah 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 to these like young kids is is gonna mess them up like when i was growing up i i where am i going with this my dad never ate like white food so like mayonnaise sour cream anything that was white he didn't eat and a lot of things that were green he wouldn't eat and like when i was a kid i thought i didn't like white or green foods either mm-hmm. just because he'd be like ew gross blah. <laughs> and I didn't even learn that I liked sour cream until like high school. Oh, I, I didn't love really sour eat vegetables cream. until high school. Just because I thought they were gross just because yeah. my dad wouldn't eat them. And then I finally ate them and I was like, oh, okay. I can I can rock with this. This is fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just think like and you don't have to be like such a butthole about it. And like, why are you criticizing right. everything? Like, oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Like Bro, that's going to be really tiring to hear after a while. Like I'm I'm I wouldn't want to cook anymore either if every time I cook something and I put it down in front of you, you're going to have something negative to say about it like every single day. No. I would right. get to the point of being like, "Okay, what kind of chicken nuggets do you like?" because I'm yep. just going to pop them in the oven every day for you and I'll cook mm-hmm. me and the kids our food. Literally. See, I'm a little past more even petty than that and just I'm making food for 3. If yeah, you can said, make your she own. Had, she had two kids. Those yeah, two kids. Okay, Nine so yeah, and I'm one. making making food for three. I don't care if you're the breadwinner, if you're working that much, mm-hmm. if you're going to criticize everything that I put down in front of you, in front of our children, mm-hmm. you're going to find something in the fridge to make and eat yep. yourself. Especially yep. if she's homeschooling, she's got a side she's hustle. She's doing a lot. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Like, like she's arguably probably doing more than him. <laughs> like, yeah. When you take all of that into consideration. 
eventually he's going to get tired of heating up dino nuggies and uh, making grilled cheeses, and he's just going to shut his mouth. Yep. Like that whole uh, time, that's what I was thinking. You know, growing dino up in the country. sound really good right now. <laughs> and I absolutely have some in my freezer, and I'm probably going to have some. Good. I'm glad I inspired this. your. I'm glad I inspired yeah. your dinner. Yeah. Thanks. But like yeah, so, growing up in the country, like I don't, you don't, I don't know. I I never told my mom or, yeah, my mom or grandma. No, I don't like that. Like I just ate it because yeah. my mom was very much. If you don't eat it, that's the next thing you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's going to be waiting for you. Yeah. And so out of res- like from that and just like out of being not wanting to be rude. Yeah, like, like somebody that, put effort into this for like for you. Yeah, there have been things that Rachel Rachel has made, and I wasn't a big fan of, but I ate the whole plate or the bowl of it, whatever it was, and then she would try it and be like, ah, I didn't like it. I don't say anything until she yeah. does. Yeah, and she's like, it just didn't taste right, and I'm going to say, you know, yeah, it, it was a little off, but I don't know why. Yeah, there's a way to go about like if you're if there's something you don't like, there's a way to like. You know, hey honey, this is really good. This one thing wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, right. Like this wasn't for me. At least uh, sandwich, sandwich your um. Yeah, your problems. yeah, yeah. You got to give it a compliment and then give your criticism <laughs> and then finish it off with another compliment. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think uh, dump him. I mean, divorce married two kids and they're just talking about food. Yeah, yeah but like, but what Maybe are you a conversation? Like, Give it one but more solid shot. She has had a conversation. Yeah, but he's obviously dumb. Right. So <laughs> divorce him because what are your kids are learning from this big dumb idiot? The issues is that she doesn't have a full time gig. So yeah, but it sounds like she could preservation. She could because she ha- co owned a catering company. Right. Maybe she wants to take care of nine-year-old and homeschooling because she doesn't like the Texas education system. Maybe, maybe he pushed her to do those things because he wants to be patriarchy. This, there was this crazy thing I saw. So whenever, um, what was the crazy thing Greg Abbott pushed for recently? It could be anything. It's an education. Yeah, I was like, that's not helpful. Critical race. It was probably a critical race theory thing. And like someone had post. So the one, Brandon, I can't talk today. <laughs> I worked at a really small school too. At one point, Bryce, and we had like 300 kids at the high school. And so I still am friends with a lot of people that are from that town. And mm-hmm. they post really like conservative small town views a lot of times. Right. Um, and one of the people had posted something that was very anti-Abbott. <laughs> And the people underneath were like going off about it because they love him for some reason. And um, someone had talked about unschooling, maybe. But there's this like. Don't know what that is. It's a type of homeschooling where you just don't. You just like have your kid at home and let them learn on their own with whatever. You just like live in the wild? (laughs) Excuse me? You just like live in the wild, like of the bed. Of- no, you just like, they don't go to school, but it's called yeah. unschooling. And it's like, they get grades for stuff, but like they're fake grades. You just like, they're outside picking grass. No, you like teach them how to do like 
the groceries and you teach them how oh. to do, but you don't teach them math. Oh. So um, there's no formal math, no. science, social studies. It's, it's well, when I was in school, I learned about Jesus and this is what we need to learn about Jesus or um, it's a full, that stuff's crazy. And there's a lot of stuff like that. No. No, I think I think life skills, yeah, life skills need to be more. Um, uh, definitely need to be included more in public schooling, but um, uh, I don't. Well, think you so. remember when one of our students was talking about her mom, who works in elementary school, showed a video about Rosa Parks and got angry emails from parents because they showed a video about Rosa Parks. Ooh. Yeah, people are crazy these yeah, days. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, like, I remember like something along that lines. It was several years ago, but they, this school had uh, sent their kid home with a like vocabulary list, and it had some terms of Islam and like Muslim faith, and how the parent like snatched the assignment and like wrote on it in big red pen, like, "Nope, kid's not doing this." You're not teaching my kid about Islam and Muslim. They want to kill us. And I'm just like, that's just, that's so closed minded because I mean, I took world, one of my favorite parts of my world geography class was learning about the pillars of Islam and Mus and like, mu- like the Muslim culture and everything. It was interesting. And it was like, like, I'm not going to kill somebody for it. No, this is why we're the dumbest country <laughs> because <laughs> we don't, us. we don't like, we won't let our kids learn about no. anywhere else or anything else. Like, uh, I can't. We're a melting. Just... We're a melting pot, but as long as it's white and within these guidelines. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Big time. You know that TikToker? I. You probably don't, Bryce, because it's a hairdresser. Um, Which the one? redheaded Siri? one or the red. Oh yeah. 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 Redheaded one. Oh dang it. I'm blanking on her name. I don't remember her name either. She comes up a lot. Chris, Christine, Christy. Christina? Chris- I don't know. Christina. Doesn't matter. That sounds if you're right. Gay or a woman. You've watched her. Before. You know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Bryce. That's okay. Had a scenario where she was talking to someone that she was doing their hair about how she was like, I know which one you're talking about. German or something like yeah, her heritage. The-, the lady was like, I'm a white American woman and I am upset that you're talking about other German American. Yeah. Yes. And the woman was like, I am a white American and nothing else. It's like, what does that mean? You're not a native American. (laughs) She was like, ma'am, you do understand that race and, um, nationality, nationality are, are different things, right? Like, I am white, but my my nationality is German American because my family came from Germany to America. And she's like, I'm a white American and I'm proud and you can't be a proud white American anymore and blah 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 blah. And I was like, Good God, just stop. Okay, so that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, See, like you yeah. can't have that abrasive of a personality to a person who no. works in service. Oh, this lady's about no. to cut your hair. She, yeah, she's about to shave your head, bro. Yeah, your life is in her hands, like literally. Literally. Like, oh no, the the chair sucked down really quickly. I wasn't yeah, ready for that. So and sorry. Sorry, you've got a you've got a pixie cut now. Uh, like, sorry, I accidentally just shaved your ear off because you know. 
silly. Yeah, people are so freaking dumb. So anyway, back it. to the grocery store guy. Dump him off at the grocery store. Let him pick his own shit out. Yeah, yeah for real. I forgot yeah. what we were talking about. If I'm honest with y'all, I'm glad y'all picked it back up. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I don't remember. I got you. I <laughs> Brandon's like, he's just like chilling, waiting for me to read another story when it's literally uh, his turn to present his dump his ass. Like, <laughs> um, so mine, uh, it's from uh, the Reddit relationship advice, and I didn't, I didn't read this one, guys, until just now, and it's okay. Um, so from relationship advice i screenshotted it poorly so i don't know what the user's name is um but the title is just found out my boyfriend is cheating this very second oh like this second that's what she says but then you read it and it's kind of a it's dramatic um so i've just found out that my boyfriend is cheating on me he came home pretty drunk and decided to sleep on the sofa which is really unusual i came in took his hand to lead him to bed and he had his phone in his hand On his screen was a website that I know the home screen from when I was single. It's a swingers club, and the only way to see the screen is to be a member. So I did the awful thing of waiting until he was cold asleep and looked at his phone. He he had signed out of the account using the incognito incognito mode, but had a second Snapchat account with two contacts, one of which said that they almost hooked up. I really don't know what to do. I'm terrified. Please help. Um, Then they added an edit with more details. Um, I found out he had Tinder last year. I've never met someone who has more in common with me and is, oh, I found out, no, that doesn't make sense. I found out he had Tinder last year. Okay. Um, I've never met anyone who has more in common with me and everything I want in a person, so I decided to stay. If he could work on our communication and that I could develop trust again. I know I sound like a total fool. And many of you are rolling your eyes and thinking, well, Why aren't you surprised it happened again? I always like to see the good in people, and I cannot believe this has happened. You have no idea the emotional connection we have, or I thought we had. Clearly, it means nothing to him if he's willing to throw it all away. Um, We live together. I bought the apartment last year, but bought it solo due to everything that happened that month previous. I'm glad I used since that day. My question is, how do I even proceed? I'm scared. I can take the easy option and forgive. I have the, I have problems with anxiety. I'm not sure how much I can handle. I'm sorry. So I, I blanked out in about the second third of that. <laughs> Did she say that he's cheated before? Yeah. Okay. We had a Tinder well, before. He had a Tinder yeah. before while they were dating. Yeah. Sounds okay. like someone else we know. Found us, uh, skip. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of people. Yeah, actually. <sighs> Sydney can't do that. <laughs> So Brandon, I know the whole like Bumble story she went on on the last mm-hmm. thing was the absolute highlight of my week last week. <laughs> oh, you know him too? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was an oh. undergrad with us. Yep. Oh. Did yep. you tell him the other like story <laughs> parts that I was telling you? Uh no, no, okay. I didn't. I'll have to catch him. I'll have to catch him up you on sh- that. You should. It, it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. yeah. It, it makes it. Better. It does make it a lot better. Yeah, you're right. His <laughs> face. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Girl, no. Yeah. What do you mean? If he could work on his communication, what what communication are you looking for? For him to just let you know, hey, I'm gonna be back late because I'm gonna go get some putang. <laughs> I feel like this is like a young. I mean, I know she said got home drunk, so doesn't necessarily mean they have to be 21. Yeah. But this is like a young, whatever age they are, 18 yeah. to at least 22. 
Yeah, for sure. They can't. This can't be a grown woman. Yeah, no. there is no emotional like maturity in her at all. Like I understand anxiety and self worth and self identity and stuff like that, but there is like no adult mentality in that post whatsoever. So no. straight up, dump is, his ass. She's talking about a swingers club. Do kid? Do people our age even? Yeah, that's. I didn't even think about that. Does she not know what that means? And she means like that. Um, sounded really like yeah. I was like (laughs) that. Um, sounded really uh, suspicious. Please continue. No, y'all. So y'all go. Y'all finish that, and then I'll. I'll. No, no, no. No. You need to go. (laughs) No, this takes priority here. We'll go with the T here. Okay. So straight up, Rachel and I are not in that at all. (laughs) Good disclaimer. Upside down pineapples everywhere. The other, <laughs> we do decorate with gnomes. Um, Rachel, oh, is obsessed, Rachel is obsessed with like decorative gnomes inside the house. So we have a total of like 17 or 18 that match different seasons, but they're cute. They're not the ones that go outside. They're like, they're cute inside decorations. But um, in the fall, I was at a tennis tournament because I had nothing else to do. And it was, we were hosting it. So I was like, yeah, I should probably go do my job. Um, was ah, <laughs> overrated. Yeah, yeah. I now I just kind of go in and check stuff out. But since I don't have football, there is literally nothing in the fall for me to do. Wait, you don't yeah. have football? Yeah, they don't I have do football. Not have, we are a four A East Texas high school without football. Football. There Isn't are that crazy. There are. Brandon like, is losing his mind right now. <laughs> So I have a very um, desirable job, yeah, because of that. Yep. And we will never. I'm about to move out there. That's great. Well, no, but (laughs) no, (laughs) don't move here. It's not that Uh... place. Um. So anyway, we're sitting at this uh, at this tennis tournament, and I'm just sitting there talking with uh, my high school friend, who's a coach there now the softball coach who's been there for 20 something years. And then a couple other like younger coach, like one younger coach, one older coach. So we're just sitting there talking and uh, all of a sudden it gets brought up about a couple of teachers and uh, coaches that are known as to be swingers, which was immediate gratification and satisfaction for me because again, these are teachers that were there whenever I was in high school. So to know that they are like hundred percent was great for me. So, and then going on from that, they were talking about how there is apparently like a neighborhood down the road where most of these people live. So it's almost like a swingers club neighborhood and everybody knows it. And it's just, I was just sitting there, just completely awestruck. And at the same time, I was like, I love this so much right now. And I love that my old um, U.S. history teacher is telling me this. So that was my um. And that's why I thought it was, I did that because that was just a highlight of my fall. was whenever <laughs> I learned that. And then I got immediately, I started reaching out to the few people that I did talk to in high school. I was like, hey, so remember when we thought Miss hey. So-and-so was a little little different? So we were right. 
Oh my god. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I love the that. The idea of like a swingers neighborhood is wild to me. Cuz you know there's got to be houses where they're like you don't want to have sex with the people in this house. Right. Like yeah. how does how does that work even? Do you just like go over to their house and like Hey, you trying to bang tonight? Yes. Yeah, uh, our group chat. Well, do they have like parties? Couldn't tell you. I don't, and I don't know. You like, I think they have like parties and then you kind of like, you get to like chat with everyone and then you like uh-huh. pick the one you want and then you go home. That's You're from, off. that's from like TV. I, that's like, I don't. Yeah. Why sure, am I acting Cindy. like that's a good source of information? <laughs> like that's what they do with the movies. <laughs> that's so wild. Life goal yeah, is to infiltrate a swingers club just to learn dude, their just secrets. To watch. You're there. You're yeah. there, Bryce. You're you are the one. minutes away. We are You're the one. We are trying to buy a house and I'll just keep that away from Rachel and be like and just tell her later when we get the house. Like, look secret spy. We have to be careful, but I have a mission and it yes. gonna be the 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 second or whatever if I ever if I come back on the pod. You'll have to well you'll have I, to. And, and I have tell us I, a yeah, story. Well, Y'all could stop with the pod and it's going to be like 10, 15 years later. And I'm going to say, hey, so we got to revisit this. <laughs> yeah, we got to revamp <laughs> the pod so that we can tell this story specifically. Mission su- successful. That's so silly. But as far as a 21 to 22 year old goes. Jeez, I don't know. I'm going to say no. I feel like that's a, that's just weird. I feel like our age group is some is um a group that would go for like oh yeah we're swingers i think that they would just be open and the right. relationships and use, right like, like tinder right yeah like they i feel like just go to a swinger website right like that's very like but maybe they would no it didn't have their ages in there uh i went back and looked mm. wow. um i'm sticking with my guess of a young 18 to 22 well, that's what it sounds like. Like, it sounds like a because she's like, oh, I could just do the easier thing and like stay with him. But like, why? What are you getting out of that? Yeah, why? The house is in your name. Like, he can't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's an apartment. Like, she actually oh, apartment. She bought it's she didn't buy a house. She signed yeah. a lease. Yeah. That's another yeah. reason I think they're younger is because right. they don't even know that they don't own this thing. Ah! Right. Oh, hmm. that's really silly. But just dump his ass. Literally. If this is the second time and it's the exact same thing that just happened, it's you're asking for trouble if you're gonna let him do this yeah. a third time. Because how many times for is that sure. gonna go? And then how if you already ha- if she has the damage that she has already, like how much more damage is she's gonna be? Mm-hmm. And then the baggage that she now has to carry into her next relationship. Because yeah. at some but, point you're not even gonna like the guy anymore and he keeps doing that. Like Right. Look out for future. Look out for future you and yeah, for sure. Dump just dump his ass and dump his ass. Get on with your life. Swinger sites and go find these other old men. Hell yeah, find somebody else. There you go. Oh shit, guys! I still don't know my shitty litty shout out. Oh, is it? (laughs) (laughs) I just it just like dawned on me that I'm like, oh god, we're getting close. Oh, I can. I am. Ready to go. If you'd like me to go first. Mm. And then you can brainstorm quickly. I will try to brainstorm very quickly. So my shitty. So I'm doing um, 
Miss LSVA. So I'm doing a drag competition this right. weekend. Um, I'm literally so excited. Good luck with that, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Sydney, I'll have to send you some photos. Yeah. Yes, please. Hundred um, percent. It's on the second, and my birthday is on the seventh. That's and the I'm day I took to... the BOC. Wow. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna shave my face, and I've already Ooh. partially shaved my body, and I don't want to go into my birthday looking like a like an infant. So I really hope <laughs> that it grows back enough in five days. So that's a shitty. Um, my Liddy is that when people are listening to this, it will have been finished. Um, Miss LSA will already have happened. I've already won my crown. Um, thank you everyone for supporting me. Really, I'm probably not going to win and I'm fine with that. So I never have to shave my body like it is right now. I currently have, <laughs> I shaved the parts that are going to be visible and not my arms yet. I'm scared to shave those yet, but You're I have gonna do like, your arms. I mean, yeah, I'm very hairy. I've done my chest up to my like stomach and I've done like mid thigh down to my feet. You should wax them. I will not be doing that. <laughs> I have some nair that I'm going to use probably on oh. Thursday. Okay. To get nice and smooth and then just be itchy for a while. Mm. Um, good luck, buddy. Yeah, good I luck. Know. I've shaved my body before just to see what it was like, and it was not great. It was not it. Yeah. yeah, I felt like a like a a little pig, like a just hairless pink fat thing. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Just Rufus from Kid Possible, <laughs> literally naked mole rat, little naked mole rat running around. Oh. Um, and my shout out is to one of our students because she really has a lot of other students problems. She has to deal with all the time. Honestly. She's like everyone's counselor and she always comes to us with everyone else's problems. And yep. it's like, shout out to you for letting your friends dump their trauma on you constantly. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. We kind of have two that are like that. I'll yeah. shout her out too. That's a that's a hard yeah. role to have in a friend group, especially in high school. Like because yeah. they themselves might not even be okay, but they're yeah. they're there. They take mm-hmm. it all in. No, I the uh, the one that I think I'm think you're referring to was to uh, we were talking. Oh, okay. I was actually thinking of the other one. So the other oh. one we were talking the other day, um, and she was kind of just talking about all of it, and she was like, "Yeah, and you know." Um, it just sucks because like, I'm going through all this and like, I feel like I can't talk to anybody else about it. Cause they just like, cause you know, they do all this to me and I don't want to like dump it onto them because like, you know, that's what they do to me and I know what it feels like. And then she like said all that. And then she looked at me and she was like, uh, I guess oh god, I just I'm dumped it. it all. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I just <laughs> dumped it all onto you. And I was like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, this is what I'm here yeah, for. Yeah. Like, like, it's Okay. <laughs> But, I have already learned to compartmentalize this. Yes, I will not yeah. remember it in 20 minutes. You're yeah, fine. Like, trust me, you can dump. It's fine. You will not affect me the same way that it's affecting you from your very close friends. Uh, that was yeah, one thing I, I that's tried to establish out. early in my with my students that I'm teaching. I don't have student aides yet, but with the students that I teach, I'm like, hey, if y'all got something going on, please come and tell me. Because I also yeah. sent like 85% 
actually we'll say 95% of my student population that I teach are athletes. So I'm just like, Hey, I'm not just here. If you get hurt, like physically, please come to me if there's something going on in your life. Yeah, for sure. Like this is a safe, safe space. Yeah. Well, my Liddy is that my cat is home and he's fine. And he did not get eaten by a coyote. Yay. Sydney would not shut up about this. Dude, I was Um, so upset. You know, I I love you, Sydney, but I could, I could completely picture you. Yeah. Stopping about it. No, I was really, really like, he's done it before he gets out and he'll stay out for a couple of days, but it just like with that coyote being like literally in our backyards, I was like, nah, I'm not having this. Like I'm upset. Um, absolutely not. So that's my Liddy is that he, um, he is home and he is safe and he is, I'm mad at him, but also I'm glad that he's home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, my shitty, we kind of had, Brandon and I had a whole day, um, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, you know, I'm not going to go into like too much detail just because it's not, you know, um, our story fully to tell, but basically we had somebody that works at school had a, a crisis, essentially something really bad happened that they just got news of. Um, and so they were, they were going through it and we were kind of the first ish, I guess, to like find him um mid crisis and probably the worst i've seen a, a coworker at work before Ooh. as a grown up mhm like we you know did our best to do what we could for him at the time which all we really could do was kind of clear out the training room and give him a space to um be <laughs> that wasn't mm-hmm. in front of you know other people and kids and stuff like that but um so i just um, like really feeling for him and um so yeah it was just like a whole you know i just my heart goes out to him and i hope that um you know i don't even know i can't even say like i hope that everything will be okay because it's not it's not right i just yeah um i hope he can heal and yeah yeah exactly yeah that's it that's the words i wanted um (laughs) that's that's exactly what it that's what i wanted so that's that's the shitty for me. It's kind of a shared shitty, I think, for Brandon and I because we were dealing with it. Um, and my shout out, I feel like I'm cheating, but that's fine. I'm gonna shout out Bryce for um, hopping onto the pod with us at the hey, last minute. Glad to um, be and, here, and also just for like generally being a good friend. Oh, I appreciate. I'm glad you, I can Bryce. be a good friend for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, is that mine? My turn now? It's your turn. Rock and roll, <laughs> So since, like I said, since I knew that I was going to be on here, I thought about these on my way. Yeah, home. You prepared better than one yeah. of the hosts of the pod. But you know, that's like your theme. So <laughs> you got to go with it. Just got to panic and figure it out. <laughs> just, you know, last result, last, last resort, just throw out those nephews. And mm-hmm. there we are. <laughs> Make Brandon mad. Yep. Literally. <laughs> so my shitty um is is just a personal sh- like work shitty um at the beginning of the year i bought two large foam rollers and a couple weeks oh, no. ago i've lost one no okay so a couple weeks ago i lost one so today i 
go and like I'm doing my treatments and everything in my very small room, running in and out. And then at the, towards the end of the day, I look in the training room where the last one's supposed to be, and it's not there. So not the foam rollers. that's the most yeah. annoying. So not the it, foam rollers. My it's my cross country track and field kids that come and get them every day. Oh, they're. <laughs> So those there, they are somewhere with that team, but nobody knows who has it because one kid comes to get it. He says, "Hey, uh, Coach A, can I grab this and take it outside?" I was like, "As long as you get it back to me." Like, "Oh, okay, sure." You know, you go outside, take it outside. There's 30 teammates. It's going to get passed down the line of, "Hey, this is your problem, now your problem." So, I have now lost both of my foam rollers, and I was pretty pretty upset about it. Just pissed off because i'm just like this is my like it's my stuff stop yeah. touching my stuff yes and like so, we have to for buy you. anymore yeah and Pretty i much. and like there is a group of my kids outside who i know didn't take it but i like expressed my anger so that they could project it to their teammates and be like hey coach a is kind of pissed yeah and i told like, them no? i was like you know, like yeah we don't have one unless you want to go to walmart and academy and go spend 20 bucks of your own yep. money to go get it and then when i was like mm, i don't want to do that i was like yeah me either so let's find them and then I walked back inside. So I was kind of, I was just mad about it. Um, so Liddy, cheating also, getting to be here. Like, I'm glad. Hey, yay. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of funny to me that y'all have become like a part of my routine life because depending on how long the, the pod goes, I can listen to about half or a little bit less or over on the way to work. And then I'll listen to you guys on the way home. So. Yay. I love that. Oh, that I, I'm, I'm glad to be here and I'm glad that you guys are doing this and, you know, keeping up with it and having fun with each other. I just love that people are like adding us into their routines. Like, yeah. like when I, um, I accidentally, I messed up with the last episode on my, like oh. when I went to publish it. Yeah. Um, and so it didn't publish on time Tuesday morning. And so my sister-in-law texted me and she was like, um, excuse me. See, I thought uh, it I was excuse like, me. Huh. I was like, I wonder what happened. And then it, didn't go through. I was like, yeah, oh, well, she was like, uh, this is my Tuesday routine. Um, hello. And I was like, oh my God. And so I like, I, you know, published it and I'm like, oh, that's just like so crazy that people are like, for me, like knowing that the three of us are all in the same profession. Yeah. Anything like for me last week, I mean, I had playoff soccer going and baseball, softball. So I'm just like, I was going. So like, I noticed that it was there, but I was like, eh, you know, they live the same life that I do just on a bigger scale at another school. So like <laughs> it'll be here at, at some point. Yeah. So, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So that's my lady. And also like, you know, getting to kind of stay connected with you, Sydney and yeah, you, know, you, you Brandon, like getting yeah. to kind of know, getting to know you, but like, I mean, before this, I mean, I think it'd been like a year. It's been a year since I've seen you. Yeah. Yeah. But like we text a lot and now that, yeah. you know, Every Tuesday, you do something, and that's a, about, about whenever. It. Yeah, it's about whenever I text you because yeah. you say or do something in the pod. I'm just like, okay, I love this, and I and I let you know it. So, yeah, it is. It has been pretty cool having um, some like old uh, friends and stuff that I haven't been super in touch with um, right. recently. Come kind of get back in touch with them because they see you know same thing. They listen and they're like, oh my god. And, yeah, uh, like Bridget, like cool. I told her whenever yeah. she came. So we hosted a her. A playoff game and her school was coming and so she came to come and see me really um and i was telling her about it she was like oh my god no way and i told her i was like yeah they're on spotify and it's this and she immediately like added <laughs> it to her to her uh 
listen or watch. I don't know what it is. Her like uh, playlists so, or her cue or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. exciting. So, Aw, people um, like us, Brandon. Yeah. Y'all are great. Y'all are fun. He's like, please don't cry again. <laughs> Literally don't cry today again. <laughs> oh God. No, no tears. Only thug tears. Uh, so my shout out is going to go to one athlete in particular, and then three as a whole. So one, she just had uh, ACL surgery a couple weeks ago, and she had her second checkup with her P- with her PT today, and she's progressing really well. Uh, yeah, like yes. last week she wasn't able to do she, she, like she had no quad function, like she couldn't do a contraction or straight leg or anything like that and then by the time we got to yesterday with her checking in like uh, she told me that while she was at pt there was another girl there who also just had acl surgery and the pt was like stressed you know junk you know as we do going back and forth between the two of them like oh i gotta do you and you and she said mm-hmm. no you can go help her because i can do these straight leg raises now and so yeah. shout out to her for like you know just getting the work done and then I have the other three are all also ACLs. Oof. Yeah. So I had four ACLs in you know, a sh- very short time span. Time span. Jeez. Um, are they the same sport? Uh, three soccer, one, uh, one hurdler. Mm. Two males, one, three males, one female. Um, but oh. yeah. So it was kind of interesting. Uh, but one of them, it's like two of the ACLs have been along. The guys have been a long process, just in trying to lower income families in a small small school. So it's like, hey, we kind of can go to the doctor when we can. Like one of the kids got hurt, probably in like February, and we just now got a like surgery consult. Oh, shit. Um, and like I saw, he showed. He was like, yeah, I did this. He was like, I have the video if you want to see it. And I was immediately, yes. Like, yeah. please, this is going to help me diagnose you so much. I already yeah. am pretty sure. And then he showed me the video. You could pull out whatever book you want and look up non-contact. And, that's and you're like, it that's it. Like, oh. it's to the point, like he slowed it down. It was like, there's step one, two, three, and boom. Oh. So, oh, but man. as a whole, those three are because they're so late, like they've all been doing rehab with me for like probably a month or two. Um, and all of them have a later surgery date. And so, like every day, whenever they come and see me, like I have uh, laminated rehab sheets that I go through and I select what they're going to do for the day and I just give mm-hmm. it to them. I'm like, hey, this is what you're going to do. Come and yeah. find me if you need help. But because they've all been doing it on the same time, on the same, kind of function like yeah they can just go and do and so oh, i love a good like rehab buddy yeah so like then they're all three rehab buddies they know what they what each other can do and they can help yeah. each other be there for each other um and so like shout out to the girl in particular because she's like legitimately seeing like quantitative like differences yeah and then shout out to the other one uh, to the i call them the the knee boys on their, <laughs> the knee on, boys on, on their sheet, I just write out the knee boys instead of their names. <laughs> uh, That's funny because they pick each other up and they do their thing and they they do their work and they oh, show up. So, so nice. I love that. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout Doing out great. To them. For real. That's um, cute. Bryce, do you have anything you want to promote or want people to know about or anything at all? 
I don't really think so. Just be nice to each other. The oh. world sucks. We need each other. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about Abbott and everything like that. Like he's like, no, it's yeah. not like be there for your kids. Yeah, like, let them for be there. Bingo. We're in a we're in a world of a lot of hate and anger, and don't do that. Spread love and all that fun stuff. I love that. All right. Well, thanks again, Bryce. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. Yeah, for real. Um, I guess we're coming to the end. Um, congratulations for making it. High five for existing. High five for existing. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, Orphans. Follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at Parished underscore PP. And email us at ParishParentPosse at gmail.com. High five for existing. Bye.